feel like sometimes life is really mental. Dude, that's actually a really good name for a podcast. <laughs> I make the most money I've ever made. I've got a bunch of followers on social media, but I have no one in my life. I have like almost no friends. I have no relationships. I don't socialize. That is my life. And it just shows you once again that money can never truly make you happy. Hey everyone, welcome to Really Mental, where we want you to know no matter who you are, you're not alone. Today we have Timon Creek joining us on the podcast. And we're really excited to welcome Timon to the show. We're going to be talking about a lot of interesting things. And I'm really excited to hear his perspective just in terms of handling his emotions and also finding purpose. And if you're not familiar with his content, definitely go check it out. And if you're new here, make sure to rate this conversation five stars and be sure to follow us on our socials at Really Mental Podcast so that you don't miss anything that we're coming out with. Yeah, really excited to get into this. So without further ado, we're going to welcome on Timon Creek to the show. Timon, <laughs> thank you for joining us on Really Mental. Super excited to have you here today. We're going to start off with, it's an easy, but it's also a hard question. How is your mental health? I would say it's pretty good. I think it's never consistent. It, it, it's funny because I, I think there's this big thing in the world where you have a lot of people, and I think I'm guilty of this too, that pushes happiness right you chase happiness and you yeah. need to be happy all the time and things like social media definitely plays a big role in this because i don't think the other side is always portrayed and so because of that we're all just we all just want to have a lot of money we all just want to be happy and we want to chase this thing and so as soon as you don't reach a certain level of success in whatever area it may be you, you feel like a failure and that does affect your mental health. I know that's a big thing that messes me up for sure because I tend to compare myself with, you know, with other people out there and based on what they've achieved in the world. But like you never really truly know what goes on in this person's life. But the thing is like when you compare yourself to these people, it takes away some of your happiness in the process. So I don't think it's ever consistently good, but overall I would say not too bad at all. Not too bad. That's really good. And would you say for yourself, what defines how you're feeling? Are you, if you're feeling really great, if you're feeling kind of like crap, is there an external thing that really influences that for you? For me, happiness and success is equal to each other in a way. So for me, when I wake up in the morning with a smile on my face, and I'm excited to take on this day. Dude, that's when I feel like I win. That's when I win. And it's kind of on the days I wake up and it's, oh man, like I got to wake up. I got to go from content or I got to do go this thing. And I guess that's just the biggest indicator. I pick it up first thing in the morning when I wake up. And obviously there's a bunch of things that affect this. But yeah, I'd love to hear your definition of happiness from both of you actually. To what is happiness really? Uh, I love that. I think that first moment in the morning when you wake up and have that time to be like how am i feeling about things that's a really powerful just mindset and, and sort of thing to be aware of i think that says a lot about how you enter the day as to how it's actually going to be i would say when it comes to what happiness means to me i love that question and part of the reason why i do love it is because i've been thinking a lot more about that lately i think that happiness for me is being at that place where I can look back and feel like I've grown and proud of the person I am and what I've been through and content enough to 
be going through the process and in the moment and then like optimistic and excited about the future. And I think that having those balanced and at equilibrium is like probably my happy place. When I feel discontent or upset, it's like usually because one of those is out of whack. Maybe I'm like scared about something in the future or feel like may not work out or like I'm thinking about something in the past that I'm a bit ashamed of. And that's when it really throws me. So that would be my definition. And I usually reach that when I'm like on holidays or like taking some time away. What about you, Harrison? I would say when you say happiness, the first thing that came to me was definitely contentment, Mm -hmm. being content with your whole life as a whole. Basically, that was what I was thinking. Because when it comes to everything, you want to be happy that you have achieved what you want to achieve. You live the life you want to live. And that's being content with the life that you have. So that's what happiness means to me. I resonate with you guys so much. Do you know what's really sad to me? Like, have you guys ever noticed how sometimes in the moment something might feel a little bit frustrating or let's say you're in college. When you're in college, you can't wait to have your first job. Like, you just can't wait to have your first job. Then you get your first job and man, I hate my job. I wish I could go back to college. And even on on every single note for me, even like for some family holidays, like I remember I I spent a holiday with my family in Thailand And at the time I was complaining all the time. It was hot. I was always sweaty and like all complaining about all of these little silly things. But when I think back about it now, I'm like, man, that was like the best holiday ever. And it's just so sad how we forget to live in the moment and appreciate these things around us. And then later in time, when we think back, it's man, that was actually pretty cool. And I've had this throughout my whole life, dude. Like when I was in primary school, I couldn't wait for high school. When I was in high school, couldn't wait to be in college. When I was in college, I couldn't wait to start working, earning money. When I started working, I couldn't wait to start my first business. And now as I look back, it just seems like it was so wonderful back then. And that just makes a person think like how important it is to just like, just pause and just take a look around you and see like what you actually have and how far you've come in that. I think that's a pretty big thing oh wow there's so many points already and like things that come to mind as you're saying this i think one of the things that immediately comes up for me is i would say probably my lowest points and i i miss my absolute lows are when i have something happen that is oh this like on paper bigger moment and it mm. makes me feel no different mm. or I do it and I'm on to the next. For instance, Mm. I just signed a new label deal and I was like lots of stuff building up to that. Just want to get that done and like excited for it. And then it's like on to the next thing. And it's, it like almost breaks my heart in a way because I think as someone who puts a lot into like my work and stuff, like it's just, it's never enough to like truly fulfill you. I think part of that is, as you were saying, like taking that, time to just pause and appreciate things having that time to just reflect and sit with what you've accomplished whether it's just like an internal thing or like materialistically is like critical because life is just like a continual process and I think until we get to enjoy the actual process it's never going to bring us the same fulfillment that we're looking for I think it's just a cycle of chasing what you don't have all the time we're never satisfied with what we have but i think at the end of the day at the same time it's like what is the purpose of everything you're doing as a whole anyway like why are we even doing all of these things that we choose to do every day why is this stuff important because does it actually bring happiness going back to it does it actually feed 
that when we wake up in the morning feeling happy or do we feel content because of those things? Like, is that actually what makes us feel content? I'm interested to hear Timon's thoughts on this because I feel as though it's like a certain point you get when you have some of those basic necessities. And then after that, it only makes you feel empty if you think you're going to get like some big boost or big feeling from getting there. What do you think, Timon? This is interesting and it resonates so much with me. So at the beginning of this podcast, I mentioned to you guys that my mental health is okay. It's not too bad at the moment. But like with that being said, I would say I am probably the most unhappiest as I'm sitting here than I've been in the last four years probably. Four years ago, I was working like in a pharmacy, like behind the counter, like giving people pills and stuff. And that's when... I quit my job and I started like building my first business. I just, I sold my car, literally had nothing in my bank account. I lived with a roommate. I slept on the couch for three months. I had no money. And I was just like working nonstop. I built my first business, my second business, my third business. During the building process, I was probably like at my happiest. I think it because I was so consumed with something I actually loved. But like now, I think going from someone who used to work an eight to five job and I I used to participate in a lot of like destructive habits too, because I really genuinely hated my job. And I know everyone says that, but I genuinely hated it. Like I, on Mondays, I would like just not want to get out of bed. And I felt like this person who was being shut around like during the week at, at work and stuff. And so I felt like I was just like this guy running errands for someone and I just hated this this whole thing. And so when weekend came, I couldn't wait to escape that. Like I couldn't wait to get away from that thing. And I was, I've always been genetically blessed when it comes to like my physique and training and stuff. And so why I'm saying that is I wanted to escape from the work. And so on weekends, what I would do is I would go out every weekend and just to escape the reality of my life during the week, which I hated. And so when I would go out to clubs and stuff, I would just get like a bunch of attention because back then I was younger, I was pretty big for a young oak. So people would approach me and I would get all this attention. It's man, I'm like on cloud nine. And then Monday comes and it's bam, back to this depressed state of mind. It's not wait for Friday again. Monday comes again, all depressed. And it's just like the cycle. And it's sad because it's never, ever enough. Like I started with just going out. It wasn't enough. Then I started consuming alcohol, a lot of it wasn't enough then i went to drugs i went to mdma and cocaine every single weekend and it's just never ever enough like you can't escape that thing until eventually i just manned up and i took the step and i quit and i stepped away from that whole situation and i pursued something bigger and so it was very necessary for me to change my life drastically from back then to be able to build a business from going out every weekend and using drugs and all of these things to actually building a business is a pretty big thing. So I cut out literally every single person in my life, all distractions. And I just like, for the first 24 months, it was just like 16 hours a day working. And I would say those days were like my happiest days when I was like building and it was, it was just really fun. And now it's gotten to the point where I wouldn't say the challenge is out of it, but now I said, I make the most money I've ever made. I've got a bunch of followers on social media, but I have no one in my life. I have like almost no friends. I have no relationships. I don't socialize. I spend all my time at work here in my apartment or I'm in gym, filming content, editing content, talking to my team. That is my life. And it just shows you once again that like money can never truly make you happy. And it's so funny because I used to think it's the most overrated saying ever. Like I used to think like just rich people say this and like it, it can't be true. And now I'm actually sitting here 
in my apartment. It's pretty crazy when you think back, like my most fun days were the days like I was stressing about just paying my rent every month. I was working hard, but I had good friends around me and I saw my family every weekend. And now it's like I have none of that, but I've reached a certain level, not near where I want to be, but I'm 10 steps above where I was, but not on happiness, maybe from a financial standpoint, but not on a happiness standpoint. And therefore, Mm. like finances cannot equal happiness. It just can't. How do you feel now when you think about your life and your success? Like, How do you feel towards where you want to go now? This is a difficult period of time for me. Like in the last 12 months, I've posted like over 8,000 videos So I've really posted so much content, guys. Like, I kid you not when I tell you guys, I've been working like 12, 16-hour days every single day. And I run a coaching business and my coaching clients, I tell myself there's time for nothing else. But I don't really believe in that saying. I think a person should rather say that it's not important enough for me. Like, you will prioritize. I think there's always enough time in the day. But obviously, it's not important enough for me. Otherwise, I would spend time on other things. I'm caught up between two things. On the one side, it's I need balance because I will never be able to get into a relationship with my current routine because I don't do anything else apart from work and that stuff. So I just don't see a relationship working. I don't think it's fair towards someone to get into a relationship while I'm, I'm, I'm doing this thing. That could be a limiting belief. I don't know. But that's on the one end where it's I need balance. And then I look at the other end of the stick where it's I look at the top most successful people in the world based on money. I'm talking about guys like Elon Musk, like your real big dogs. And then when you look at, when you hear those guys' stories, it's, man, I'm not doing enough work. Like these guys were literally like sleeping in their offices, working 20 hours a day. And when I look at that, I'm like, sure, it's hard and I don't have balance, but that's why not everyone can do this. That's why there's only a very small fraction of people that can do it. It's what you value. Yeah. That's what it is. Like when you think about it, it's what you value and you look at all a lot of those rich people as well. The one thing that they have is failing relationships. They might be really rich, but they don't have sustainable relationships in their life. You look at different people. You can't pick and choose everything, right? If you want to be super successful, you have to understand that's going to come at a cost, which is you might not have a lot of people that are close to you. But if you value closeness with people, you are happy to sacrifice being a little bit less successful. It depends on the way you want to live your life and the way your values are and the way they're aligned to what you want. Damn, that Mm. is so fascinating. Because I think that we're constantly throughout our days, we're allocating our time wisely and I guess having a a big trade-off with other things when we do that. And sometimes, as you were saying, Timon, it's like our mental health. So it's like we're choosing to put time into work. Maybe it's sacrificing a bit of our own sanity or some relationships. It's so funny to me thinking about this because it's also challenging me like when i think of prioritizing friendships and relationships in life over say work i feel i i think i almost feel like weaker for saying if i did that like i almost feel like it's more applauded and the only acceptable stance to have is to put your work number one and have career success. That's also ca- okay. That's not a bad thing. That's just, it goes back to the mm. value thing. Don't feel like valuing work and not valuing relationships as much isn't a bad thing. A lot of people are like that. That's why they're super successful. None of these are bad or good or anything. They're just different in the way that people view and value what they want in their life. And that's okay. I don't think there's a sense of, 
needing to feel like you have to be one way or the other just accept the way you are and lean into that if you're gonna do something do that if you're gonna do the other thing do that just whatever you choose lean into that and embrace it if that makes sense i want to bring it back a little bit because we were talking before about how you were feeling and dealing with everything and the mental place that you're at now which is that things are tougher and it could it's at the lowest it's been what's your headspace like with working on getting your mental uh, health back to a better spot what types of things do you try and do to get back you know what well the big thing that i've noticed is i try and not beat myself up too much to be honest i think a lot of people beat themselves up a lot for what they're going through like just try and not be so hard on yourself like shit happens we mess up and and that's okay but I think once you start forcing it, it, it makes you even more unhappy in a way than just being like, it's okay and nobody's perfect. Let me just take my time. Now I'm going through this thing where I'm trying to really figure out what we've been talking about. What does the next five years look like for me? Am I still going to push this thing to achieve this top level of whatever? Or am I actually going to take a step back and just live a little in a way and try and just really enjoy the moments and, and enjoy the time? And so I'm not trying to beat myself up too much about it. Like you're being unproductive, just make up your decision. I'm just like taking a chill, taking a step back and just like really trying to spend some time to just think about this thing. Who are you really? Like when you even take it a step further, it's not like really who am I? Because really we are nobody. Like we are what we've made ourselves to be in the past. You actually have the power to change whatever you want to be. Like I used to, people tell me, used to tell me all the time, I used to have a very clean cut fade hairstyle always. I never had any tattoos. I always used to like dress up and stuff because that's how I associated myself based on what people have been telling me all the time. Like you need to, you need to dress up really nice. You need to keep your hair like short. You shouldn't get tattoos because you won't be accepted into the corporate world. And so I've adopted all of these things. And so when you look at who is Timon five years ago, who was Timon five years ago and who is Timon now, these two are like day and night different. So who's to say in five years from now, I won't look back to, to how we're talking to this podcast now and be like, damn, I was way different there. So for me, the question of who is Timon or who am I is actually irrelevant. I think the more important question is who do I want to become or who do I want to be? I think the only way you can figure this stuff out is by, I guess, by taking action, man, by taking action and seeing, because I think we're in our heads a lot of the time and it's very difficult to get out of your head. And I think this relates to like your purpose and everything. I think it's sometimes important to just start doing and then i think like it'll work out the way it should eventually like you'll very soon mm. discover where you want to be like four years ago if i told you guys like my mind or let's say two years ago that was when i was on my peak i was still super happy i was loving this whole building journey i would have told you guys i would be the next elon musk 110 percent guaranteed that would be my answer now my answer is starting to look a hell of a lot different now it's leaning more towards the Thailand $2,000 a month, <laughs> like snorkeling, diving. Now it's more leaning towards that. And I wouldn't have known this if I didn't take action up until where I am right now. I, I was wondering, for the person listening that does not know their passion, does not know who they want to be in the future, what types of questions do you think they should be asking themselves? There's only like three real markets in the whole world. There's like health, wealth, relationships, like everything revolves around these three things when you really think about it. Spiritual, I guess, is one too. So I think I would look at all three of these markets and, and like I said, genuinely take the time, not take an half an hour and write down, like genuinely take all of these three things individually and map out when it comes to each thing, like who do I genuinely want to be? 
look at it from a health perspective. Like, what do you want to look like? Do you want to be a jack guy? Do you want to do a Hulk or whatever? Do you want to have an athletic look? Do you want to be healthy? Do you want to be Chris Bumstead? What do you genuinely want to do? Map it out. Like, what do you want to do? And you go over to finances and it's how much money do I want to make? Do I want to make all this money? Because with a lot of money comes a lot of hours of work or it's, there comes a cost to it like we spoke about. And then I would look at relationships like, what do I want my relationships to look like? Do I want to have children? Do I not want to have children? Like, can I see myself settling down? I think it's important to look at all three of these markets. And then once you, you have this image in mind, then reverse engineer it and, and find out, okay, I want to make so much money. I want to live here. I want to be in a relationship by 30. Now I need to reverse engineer yep. what steps are actually going to get me there. Mm -hmm. I want to make, I want to be, I don't care about relationships. I don't care about spiritual. I don't care. I just want to make a lot of money. If that's you, it's like, okay, I want to make $100,000 a month. Now reverse engineer these things. Okay, what can I do to earn $100,000 a month? Start writing out your passions. What are the things you like to do? I like social media. I don't like gym. I like, like NBA. What are the things you like to do? And then you like need to reverse engineer even further. What can I do with my passion? What, how can I incorporate that into the business? Because I think that's one of the most important things, like, especially if you want to be a high achiever. Like there's no way I could have put in all of these hours, all of this time, if I dreaded what I did, if I hated this, I couldn't have done it. If you hate what you do, there's no way that you can last this long and work this hard. How do you figure out what you love? This is also really interesting, dude. I would say action. Action is the only way you can find out what you love. And I'll actually give you a pretty cool example of this. I think as I think we fall in love with the idea of something, but in reality, we have no idea what this something is actually like. When I was in, in high school, listen, man, I want to have a corporate job. I want a nice office where I can see the city skyline. I want an aircon office and like an assistant. I want all of this stuff. And that's why I went to go study finances. I studied finances, got my first degree, did my postgraduate degree, graduated third in my university, started my corporate journey. Two years later, it's, man, I hate this life. I'm depressed. It sucks. And so I fell in love with the end idea of having this cool office and seeing the city skyline. But what I didn't think about is the next 30 years is going to take me to get this thing. And this, is it worth sacrificing the next 30 years of my life to maybe be five years in this little office that I really wanted to be in? And so I think this is the way with everything. Like, Influencers, everyone wants to be an influencer. It's can you talk in front of the camera? Do you like editing videos? Do you like post-production? If you don't like these things, you can't be an influencer. There's just no way you, you, you can do it. And the only way you, you know you're going to do it is by taking action. If you don't take action and just start doing something, you're never gonna figure out what is the thing that you actually genuinely want to do. I think so much of our journey can almost be like, oh, where am I heading? But when you break it down of like embracing the process, and the potential next step and being intentional with that, it makes it a lot easier to action. I completely agree with what you were saying around just doing it. And I think the only thing that stops us is fear. How do you stay consistent when it comes to work? And do you ever feel like, what's it all for? I ask myself this thing a lot. When it's the hardest for me, like the hardest, it's not on the months I do really well. Like when I do really bad, like I've always been a person that kind of uses like negativity and pain and hurt to, to fuel me to work even harder. I don't know if this is something everyone can do, but I can do it really well. So it doesn't matter how I experience pain. It might be a heartbreak or it might be some hate I get on social media or it might be like friends, like, like getting out of my life, whatever it may be. I use that to even work even harder 
when it's really hard for me, when it's really genuinely hard for me in this, is when good things happen. It might have been a record sales week, or it might have been a record growth week on social media, or I might have hit a really big goal in the gym, or whatever it may be. Man, I have no one to share this stuff with. Yeah. It's like, I hit this record sales month, bro, but I have nobody to share this stuff with. I have nobody to celebrate this stuff with. And that's, that's really genuinely when I ask myself, like, what is this even for? Is this even worth it? Like all my friends are getting married and engaged and going on all these trips and whatever. And it's just, I'm just sacrificing all of it. I'm sacrificing every single thing people love every single day of their lives to towards this thing. And that's when it becomes a question of, is this even worth it? When you're Timon Creek, 88 years old, mm. and you're sitting on your porch and you're reflecting on your life, what do you want from life? What do you want to feel? What do you want to take away? I guess what I want out of life, man, this is something that, again, it's, this answer is going to change every single time depending on the phase of my life where I'm at. So yeah. when I just started my online business, my answer would have been strictly financial. As I'm sitting here in front of you, my answer looks a little bit different. Then I start thinking about, I definitely want to have a family. I love my family. I want to spend more time on things that I enjoy to do. I don't know, man. It's a difficult question. I think that these questions you guys have been asking are like so aligned with this thing I'm going through right now, trying to figure out like who I want to be at the end of the day. I wanted to see when, for the people listening, what do you think they should be doing to find their purpose? I think... I think one only really figures out his passion with time. And I know my, my answers sound very similar, but I genuinely do believe this, that I wouldn't have known what my purpose was three years ago. I think I've only figured it out recently with this whole social media thing, because when you're on social media and you want to be a content creator or an influencer, the lifeblood of being an influencer is the content you create. So you got to really ask yourself the question of what do I want people to say when they hear my name? Oh, have you seen Timon's content? He posts X, Y, Z. And I challenge all my clients with this thing because all of my clients struggle with the same thing. Timon, what can my niche be on social media? What can I post about? It's sorry, Cindy, I don't know because I am not you and I don't know what you stand for or what you want to stand for at the end of the day. And I promise you guys, each and every one of my clients struggle with this thing. Everyone struggles with it. Because the big thing for me is if you want to be a creator and you really want to excel, you need to ask the question, who, would I want, who do I want to be? And frame your content around that because you never know when you could wake up and the video got a million views. So you want to be sure that everything you put out there actually aligns with who you are and is actually true to yourself. Mm. So there's nothing wrong with hopping on trends and all of these things, but make sure it aligns with who you are as a person because one day that could turn around and bite you in the ass if it doesn't align with you or it's not true or whatever. And so I force all my clients to deal with the same thing. Who do I want to be? What can my niche be? And I think that relates a lot to what is what is your purpose at the end of the day. It's definitely something that I've been asking myself a lot lately with my content because I've been going through these weird phases. Sometimes I post a lot of inspirational stuff. Other times a lot of like Christian stuff. Other times a lot of relationship stuff. I don't know. I, I keep bouncing between these things. And that really challenged me to think about the macro. It's like, Timon, what is your purpose, man? Like, why are you really here? And what, what do you really want to provide to the world? What do you think is your purpose? And I think if I had to select a word that resonates with what I believe my purpose is hope at the end of the day, 
I want to bring hope to people in the sense that it doesn't matter like where you are, like what you're going through or like what your situation is, like how bad the odds are against you. Man, I had so many odds against me to get here. And I'm not saying I've, 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 I'm, I'm the most happiest person. I've achieved everything, but I've come a really long way from where I used to be against the odds. And so I, I guess like in the macro, I want to just give people hope that they can achieve something bigger than themselves and who they are and where they are in life right now. And I think that's ge really genuinely in the bigger picture what I try to put out to the world, whether it comes from a relationship standpoint, because there's hope involved there, religious, whether you're religious or not, I am. So I, I put a lot of Christian content out there. And then also from a monetary point, like you can achieve. And I think this is the big thing. I think a lot of people think they're stuck as something like we spoke about earlier your identity like who am i you associate these things with who i am and a lot of people the problem with that is once you say that i can't be an influencer because i live in south africa and the government is corrupt if you say that for example now it's out of your control to achieve something successful because you're saying it's the government's fault so now technically you're mm -hmm. telling yourself i cannot never be successful until the government changes that could be in five years from now we restrict ourselves based on these belief systems of what we can and cannot do. So I think on everything, one of these levels, I just genuinely want to bring hope to people that you can step outside of this thing and you're not caught in your situation because of your circumstances. You have the ability to create your own superhero image and you can actually chase towards that thing. All I wanted to say was one, first, thank you for your time. Today you've been yeah. really generous in talking to us and being so open and honest. And I wanted to just say over the next 12 months, I know you're trying to figure out where you want to be in five years, but in the next 12 months, where do you want to be mentally, physically, and emotionally with your work and your mental health? So the next couple of steps for me is going to be to, one thing I've definitely decided is that I want to, and I'm actually in the process of doing this, I, I need to find a way where I can still run a business and stuff that does not rely on social media. That is one big thing. Like I, how, how I handled this whole thing is when I was in Cape Town a while back, I created a new note, note on my phone and I just started writing down things and I, and I thought back to back in time and I genuinely thought about this. I was like, what genuinely made me happy before all of this? What was everyday things, everyday life stuff that made me happy that I just stopped doing? And it was like, man, I used to love going to gyms. I used to go to public gyms all the time where there's like a lot of youngsters, a lot of people, it's a good vibe. A lot of people come talk to me because a lot of people know me in South Africa. It was just like this really fun thing, gym for me. And then another thing is like going to church, man. Like I told myself, like, I need, I want to be in church. It makes me so happy, dude. I feel so lost so many days because of the hate I get for my Christian content. And then like when I walk in church on a Sunday, man, just, I just feel at home and all of that just disappears. And it's just like this awesome feeling. But then a lot of Sundays I would wake up, it's man, I haven't edited in anything, any videos for today. I don't think I'll be able to make church. And I just start editing and I skip church. And so church is another thing. And so I just went on this list. And so basically for the next 12 months, I want to build my routine and my business around actually incorporating the things that I used to love. And then just like finding my way back. Maybe oh, genuinely open myself up to seeing people again. Maybe like having one coffee dates a week. And this comes back to not going all in. like. I'm going to, because this is going to be difficult for me to do because I used to be so selfish with my time. I can't do, before you've even asked me to do something, I won't do it because I'm just too busy. I don't even know what I'm going to do on that day. That's just my answer. 
And I think me doing this mm. podcast is proof of that. This is something I would never have done six months ago, like ever. Just don't have the time for it. That's an incredible answer. Incredible answer. Yeah, man. I think all of these questions and things we spoke about are interesting things because it's not like black and white answers. It's not like it is like this. I think a lot of this stuff is just based on our belief systems and what we think at the end of the day. That's why it's always so interesting to talk about this stuff. Thanks so much, guys, again for this. So, Will, I loved that episode with Tim on, and I thought we covered a few different points that I wanted to say to everyone at the end for them listening. I think that the thing that I found really interesting is asking yourself, what do you want to be? And putting that back down to those three pillars of health, wealth, and relationships. I think that's so important for someone that's trying to figure out what they want to do, who they want to be, where they want to go. And those really big questions that we ask ourselves to divide it into those areas and really go what do I want from health? What do I want from my wealth? What do I want from my relationships? And I think that's, if I was to tell anyone one thing to take away from this conversation, it'd be that because we always get stuck with asking ourselves the questions of who am I? Who do I want to be? Where do I want to go? And I think this will help people really answer that in a succinct way that can help them in the future. So with that in mind, I wanted to thank everyone for making it this far. Be sure to share it with a friend if you think this will help someone and rate us five stars and follow us at really mental podcast we come out with podcasts every week with amazing guests like tim on so be sure to follow us and we will see you next week with an amazing episode